0: Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. After a touching funeral, Sapio offered to let the crew base themselves out of El Casa Cacklecast for a while. For now, they're cooling their heels while they wait to hear back from Baramos. So I think at this point, we're going to enter FAST FORWARD MONTAGE MODE! (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: montage
0: we're going to go around and see what everyone's doing in different points in time so let's start from scarlet
2: kramora's first order of business is going to be sorting out the library and then researching as hard as she can just doing as much research and reading as she possibly can
0: on everything so, the better the organise the library, the more information you're going to be able to get out of it. So, can you roll me intelligence to see how you tackle this library? That's a 10. Okay, you've done a splendid job of organising this library. Yes. So, what sort of stuff were you looking to find out, sorry?
2: Anything about the Hall of the Gods, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, sure. You find a book, and it explains some things you already know. The Realm of the Mortal Folk is a flat world that is surrounded by this large void. In that void is this impenetrable wall of power that nothing can cross, no god, no human. And then beyond that is more void, followed sort of by a donut of land that surrounds all of this. And that is the Halls of the Gods, as it's called. So you find a book and on the cover is the shape of a backwards three with a hook hanging off of it. And this book inspects the world beyond. So you've learnt a lot about this flat part of the world, but what the Cult of the Ethereal Worm looks at is what is above. It talks about shapes in the skies that they've been able to see, including the shape of a giant worm in the sky, and it starts to make some links between two major world events and historical sightings of things in the sky. So it notes that when the common language was formed, there had been unusual astral bodies spotted, and then also just before the Great Wall went up. Right.
2: That's very interesting. Cremora's also going to... She's like, you know, looking around the library, finding any book on arcane stuff she can... She finds like a couple of them, and one evening, Nim will hear Cremora. Um, Nim, can you come in here for a moment, please? I need a hand with something. Um,
1: uh, yeah, coming. Uh, what do you need?
2: As you come in, you see that Cromora has her like robes, because her robes are quite like layered and segmented, so like she can take parts of them off. She <laughs> she has like d- get mind out of the. Gutter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Where else were you taking our minds? Well, we trusted your minds. But you took
2: us on it, but you said he the gutter. <laughs> but like no, she has like the like her like top coat off and her basically her arms up to the forearms are exposed. Oh. And her left arm is covered from the forearm down in tattoos. E Clyde viewers recognise that some of the markings do mirror the ones seen in the book about signs in the sky. That's... Uh, yes, sorry, I was doing some reading. Um, After the flowers, my magic started acting a bit weirdly. I And she sort of, like, taps herself on the forehead and little blue sparks. That is... That is strange. Yeah, I, I think it's trying to protect me now, I think. But it's externalizing in a way that I'm not comfortable with, and I'm just trying to tie it back into itself. There's also a couple here. I think this one's quite interesting, and she, like, gestures to one round that sort of curls up onto her palm. I, this one, I think, should be able to amplify spells if i've done it right it might not do anything but um
1: i take their hand and i like trace the shape of it and i kind of hold out the back of my hand with the same huh
2: i can't really use this hand for this level of detail um
1: i i didn't do these myself
2: i've always had them but i'm happy to help
1: i've, I've done a couple for other members of my tribe
2: they're fairly simple designs on a, on a broad level just Copy what's here and gestures out to all the books. I'll I'll direct you. It'll be okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Let's start tap tap
2: tapping. Okay. I think Nim is very
1: deliberately not saying anything at this point. I'm sorry. What?
2: I mean, it's sort of my fault. All of this, really.
1: Your fault. The fault very definitively lies with Katos. It wasn't a good thing that you died, but like. If you hadn't died, then we wouldn't have gotten the information from Baramos, and I don't know, maybe we wouldn't be here. So actually, you're the reason the world's been saved, so the last thing you should be doing is apologizing.
2: There's just a lot of things I think I have to apologize for.
1: I think we're so beyond apologizing now, aren't we?
2: Okay, I'm going to get one more in if that's okay. One more apology. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm sorry for kissing you. That was weird and sort of out of nowhere. I just, it felt like the right thing to do at the moment.
1: Uh, no, that was, that was fine. That was, yeah, I... Uh, I'm gonna put the tattoo gun down for a sec. Tattoo gun. You just took the
0: gun off of Joel. My- <laughs> Edom <laughs> I'm
1: gonna put the tattooing stick down. Wipe the ink away with my thumb. It's more than okay. And if you don't mind... I'd like to try again.
2: We'll finish the tattoos first.
1: Tease. (laughs)
0: a little bit about what you're doing, Jolene.
3: The first thing Jolene is going to do the next day is probably see if she can find um, Zachary.
0: Can you please roll me a discern realities check to see how well you do at uh, tracking down where Zachary might be?
3: That's an eight. In order to help me find Zachary, what should I be on the lookout for?
0: As you're walking through the city, you notice a closed down building. Looks like it used to be a church.
3: The two lovebirds did tell me about this. I'm going to go and investigate that church.
0: The windows was already smashed in at some point, I believe, by Zachary, in fact.
3: Oh, I'm so glad.
0: A lot of the windows are boarded up, but one has been smashed in, and you managed to climb in fairly nicely through that. And, yeah, you find this very haunting church with this really kind of bad air hanging over it. So what's your strategy? Like, how are you going to try and find him from inside this church?
3: I am going to look around the first floor, knowing that he was there. And she's just looking for clues about Zachary.
0: The first thing you would find that would be helpful, you find an orb.
3: Um, she picks up the orb and uh, rubs it.
0: It does nothing. The other side has been destroyed.
3: Yep, yeah, that's on me. <laughs> um, Anything else?
0: You signed some files. And in the files, there's this huge stacks of paper with all sorts of addresses. And you rummage through them and you find Zachary's family's file. Hmm. And you find his address.
3: Okay, she uh, puts that in her bag. And just before she leaves, she's going to take a very quick peek down the basement.
0: The basement is a fucking mess. <laughs> There's some like wet puddles from where ice must have melted. There's just like random matter splattered on the walls. Metal that seemed to have flecked off of things and have been like like something was being pulled to a central point and then things stopped and everything dropped around it. It's a real mess downstairs. And as you're walking through. Grimora! Grimora! You have found an orb!
3: She pulls out Baron Moss and says, You motherfucker.
0: <laughs> I see an orb. I enter an orb.
3: <laughs> I can break this orb.
0: My orders are not ready yet. I'm having trouble finding who did this.
3: Who did what now?
0: The, oh, You have so little investment in your own life, it is so <laughs> frustrating. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's easy to live life like that. It's, it's like, you know, if you have as little investment as other people have in your life, you get hurt less, you know?
0: Okay, someone is out there with an army of clonk wonks. They seem to be spreading themselves evenly across the world, which I'm not surprised, but that doesn't tell me who it would be. I'm struggling. Who could control this many clonk wonks? Oh.
3: Do you think it's a person on the mortal realm? Because, you know, we can control a bunch of clonk wonks, but not all of them.
0: A mortal? Do that? Oh, I shouldn't say that. Mortals are okay. (laughs) You're okay.
1: (laughs) Nice guy, Baramos, thinks mortals are
3: okay.
0: But you're not great.
3: Yeah, well, neither are you.
0: (sighs) We could be friends.
3: We could be friends, and yet you're like this. Do you
0: know there's an alternate world where your family, your mother's cured and living with a hellhound, you could call it Brumpus.
3: Rumpus is such a stupid name.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And everything's happy, and I got what I wanted.
3: Yeah, what was that?
0: Well, I just wanted the Bell of Busker destroyed. Honestly, it all could have been so much easier. There would be none of this contract business still going on.
3: Why did you want the bell to be destroyed in the first place?
0: I was summoned in, and I had to pick something achievable nearby that he could do, or that you could do. And I sensed the bell was there, and I thought, well, that's a good enough thing. So it wasn't a prime target, it was just on my list. How about that? Hmm. Of course, then your friend came along and I got a much better deal on that one.
3: Nim would basically agree to anything as long as is involved.
0: Wait, your Kremora? Oh, That's yeah, there's two Cremoras. I'm yeah, very confused about that. Yeah, there are two Kremoras.
3: You're not lying to me, are you? No, I'm not lying to you. Why would I lie to you? Well, you lied to me. Well, I lied to you before, but I'm not lying to you now. Why would I believe that? That's fair. Though, to be fair... This entire quest of yours ended up with one of my best friends dying.
0: Oh, wait, really?
3: Yeah. Have you seen Swan Boy around?
0: Oh, you lost that one. Uh You know what? I'll see what I can rustle up for you. Rustle up? Yeah, yeah, you'll see. It'll be great.
3: What are you cooking? Baramos out.
0: <laughs> and he fades out of the You home. can't
3: do that. <laughs> I'm the one who hangs up. <laughs> she just shoves them all into her bag and just, like, stomps off. Okay. And finds Zachary.
0: <laughs> you knock on the door of Zachary's family. Zachary's delightful parents answer. Hello.
3: Hi. Um, is Zachary home?
0: Uh, yes. Um, do you know Zachary?
3: Yeah. Um, Are you
0: one of his teachers?
3: Not. Kind of.
0: That's very ambiguous. <laughs>
3: Yeah, well, I've only been able to teach him for a couple days. And um he Oh, you're a
0: substitute.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I I work on a casual basis and um I'm I travel around a lot. I don't get to stick in one place that often. Well, okay.
0: Uh Zachary. Zachary. Yes, mom. <laughs> Zachary walks up to the door. <gasps> it's you, Krumora.
3: Yeah! Hi, Zachary! Oh my gosh, you made it! Yeah, I did. I'm sorry it took so long.
0: I've been doing really well here.
3: That's good. What are you doing?
0: Well, right now, I'm doing my maths homework again. Oh, yeah? You're really good at maths. Me? Yeah, you helped me with maths.
3: Yeah, I I guess I did, yeah?
0: Yeah, all that Pythagoras stuff, it's actually super useful.
3: Yeah, it is. Especially when you're uh, throwing things.
0: Yeah, I'm better than all of my friends at catch now.
3: Yeah, that's really good. I'm very glad. Um, how are you feeling, especially after the the whole list of what is going to disappear thing?
0: Oh, I just try not to think about it, ever. Uh, Sometimes I dream about it.
3: Are they good dreams? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> talk to someone about that
0: but I'm scared to talk to them I wasn't even meant to be there
3: yeah well you you were and we can't change that now but that's okay you know sometimes stuff just happens and um you can't do anything about it
0: can I get you to roll like a parlay for me Oh, that's a six. He just looks very uncertain, he? and he says, yeah, okay, I'll do that, in a voice that totally says, I'm not fucking going to do that. I'm not going to talk to adults about this. Adults suck, and they only cause problems. I better go now.
3: Yeah.
0: But it was good to see you. Yeah, it was
3: Will good to see you. Will you be around more? Uh, maybe, if I'm around. So uh, That makes sense. Yeah, I travel a lot, so it might take some time for me to get back to you. By any chance, have you ever been to the weird wizard's tower that's just outside of town? Uh, some
0: of my friends at school threw eggs at it once, but I didn't think that was very nice. But no, otherwise, no, we try to stay away. Okay. The person that lives there is very weird.
3: My friends and I are with him right now, kind of. Well, we're just staying with him. We're not going to be staying with him for long. And you know maybe, a wizard? Yeah, maybe I know two now.
0: Ever since I learned Pythagoras's theorem, I've wanted to be a wizard too.
3: Actually, do you want to go for a walk with me? I'll bring you back.
0: <laughs> um, I'd have to ask my parents.
3: <laughs> sure, sure. We're just gonna we're just gonna go for a walk around town. Um. Didn't you say you're a teacher? Yeah. Why? Because I (laughs) want to talk to Zachary. And I know that he's really good at learning while moving around. With
0: knives. (laughs) Can you please roll Defy Danger Charisma this time? Ah! This ain't a parlay. Where is it? This is just a very bad argument. No, no. (laughs) It's very bad. Oh, Zachary, why don't you get back to your homework? Goodbye. Lovely to see you.
3: Ah, bye! <laughs> and the
0: door slams shut and you hear the little lock thing slide across. Oops. Ursula slash Nim, how are you feeling your time?
1: Nim's been struggling a bit with the loss of her arm because she's been having to readjust to the way she does things, but also because it means she can't turn into things that can fly anymore. I think more than the loss of her arm, she's grieving the loss of her ability to fly. And she's just going to take a couple of days to rest because she does have a couple of debilities. So I think she's going to be, like, actually doing some meditating and kind of thinking about her shapes that she can't be anymore. But then she has an idea. After her couple of days of rest, the scene with Krimora happens. Nim wakes up beside Krimora and she's like, boy, this is a thing! Oh, God! But then she's like,
2: Krimora, <laughs> I... Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yes, yes, sorry, yes. Hey,
1: no, it's okay, um, hey, you know that spirit
2: thing you can do, the calling
1: the spirits? Do you think you could call Samira? I don't see why not. Would you mind doing that? If you have time, yes, yes, I'm not busy. No,
2: of course, yes, no, I, I, give me a moment, I'll grab my things, and we can do that.
1: Okay, thank you. I'll be going.
0: <laughs> I'll go back to my room. <laughs> Rise and shine, my children! The eggs are ready! I didn't have bread or baked beans or sausages or, or anything else, so I just made um 20 eggs. Is that the right number of eggs? That's
1: plenty of oh, eggs. Oh I that's hope that's really the right number big of eggs. Omelette. Just out of curiosity. These are not like swans' eggs, are they?
0: <laughs> All eggs are the same.
3: Are they snake eggs? Snakes? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I fundamentally don't understand the difference. And then you see just the shells are all different sizes and colours. You can kind of see them in the kitchen still. Oh boy. Well, that's terrifying. The eggs. I don't don't get it. What's the problem?
1: That's fine. You know what? That's fine. And we eat
0: our assorted egg omelette. Sapio eats eggs with you. Okay. Thank you. Bye now. Bye. And he goes back into his study.
1: When Kremora is ready... Um, she's
2: gonna go outside, draw up the circle that she does for spirit summoning, and she's gonna try and cast Contact Spirit and contact the spirit of Samira. I should note, as Cremora does the incantations and things, puts her hands on the circle, and you watch as the tattoos just light up, the same green as her fireballs yeah. and her eyes... And just, like, it flows down her arms and lights up her hands. And then the circle lights up the same colour. Nim is
0: watching that totally enchanted. So you're all very focused on what's happening, this spell being cast. What you don't see is a hole open up behind you. You called? Hey. Hey.
1: Thanks, Kimura. Good luck doing whatever you're doing today.
0: You too, I guess?
1: And I am going to talk with Samira about... Oh, I'll ask her if she doesn't mind me, like, studying her essence, essentially.
0: So you want to study me?
1: Look, okay. You want yes, to be me? No. Yes? <laughs> kind of. Like, you know how I can do with animals? And I, like, I thought maybe you could teach me?
0: Shit! Yeah, why not? Cool. Ah. Uh, so the first secret is... I know nothing, but I can just do a bunch of shit, and you can watch me. That sounds great. So she like does a weird mixture of like fake attacks, dance moves, just weird tricks she's learnt while being an elemental, she flies around a lot.
1: I watch
0: that and I study
1: it, and then I thank her. And before she goes, I'm like, "Hey, um,
0: thanks for your help." Hey, no problem. Tweet says hi. She's really cool.
1: I'm really glad.
0: Anyway, I'm gonna go hang out with her again. It's taking a while for trying to excavate her.
1: Yes. Yeah, when sorry I say we, it's kinda just me. So sorry about that. Um we'd help you, but
0: we're here. Oh actually, I just thought of something else you might like. These have been banging around in Moonbright, and everyone keeps talking about whether they should blow them up or not. So just give me a sec. She opens up a hole, goes through it, and then comes back out, and after her, follow two klonkwonks. Hey! Are they purple? <laughs> they are not purple. Their eyes are the normal blue colour. Are they're... you controlling them? Yeah, for now, but, uh, here, you can have them. And they turn off.
1: Whoa, 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 no, turn them back on again!
0: <sniffs> yeah, it's fine. They were sitting there for, like, a week, and nothing happened. So this isn't, like, what Kartos could do? Just snatch him up whenever he felt like it? I mean, it? maybe they can, but... I don't know. Whatever took all those other ones, I don't think he knew about these ones.
1: Huh. Thanks. Uh, say hi to Tweed?
0: Will do. See ya! Bye. And away she goes. I'm gonna call Kramara back.
1: Hey, uh, I have something you might want to see.
0: And you walk out and there are 2 klonk clonk-wonks there.
1: Don't, don't, okay. shut <laughs> them <me> off! <laughs>
0: Just like I've gone <laughs> up into like spell casting.
2: Okay, they're off. Okay, we're good.
1: Whoever's controlling the new ones apparently doesn't know where they are. I don't know. I don't know if I'm comfortable with this, but I thought
2: since you have the wand. Oh yeah, Kamor already has the wand out and is like tur- is like controlling them. Like
0: <laughs> weep, weep, weep. weep yeah, you just make them wander all over the have
1: place. fun with that. Let uh, me know if
0: you want to destroy them.
2: No, no, I think I'll keep them. I like having these. It's a weird feeling having your brain in, like, three different places, but that's okay. If anyone would enjoy that, it would be you. <laughs>
1: you could read three books at
2: once! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she totally does. She, like, comes up with, like, a huge stack of books and just, like, puts them in three massive piles and then just has the clonk clonks all, like, turn one, like,
0: different... Yeah. Spoilers, it really fucking cuts and you don't absorb any of it.
2: Okay, this was a terrible idea. Why did I think this was a good idea? I,
1: like, put a hand on her hair and stroke it a bit and just, like... You're doing great. Yeah, so over the next couple of days, I'm going to, like, light little fires and, like, study how the fire moves and swim in the pond. And, yeah, I'm going to take my two replacement advances since I lost Elemental Mastery and Element Walk, uh, Thing Talker and World Talker, which essentially let me turn into
0: plants and rocks and shit and elementals. So where before she could turn into animals, now she can just turn into anything. (laughs) And I'm going to jump and turn into an air elemental and fly.
1: It's not the same. It's not the same as being a bird, but I can still fly.
0: What do you look like as a wind elemental? Is it just you, but transparent?
1: Yeah. And then I fly up to Sapio's room and
0: I floop in the window. Oh my God, a ghost. Hi, it's me. And then I turn. A back, ghost. Turn oh, to okay. That is still weird, but okay.
1: Yeah. Um. So this is a thing, and I hold up my scaly hand. Huh, nice. You're, you know, adept at turning animals into people and people into animals and such. Yes. Yeah. Do you think you could do that just for a hand?
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could. Just give me a second. And he walks into another room and comes back in holding a mouse. Oh, boy. (laughs) All right. Well, this will just take a second to transfer the scaliness into the mouse.
1: I mean, it's the... (laughs) I'm... Just just get...
0: Okay. Pause for two seconds. Hey,
1: buddy. Hello. Do you want scales?
0: I want brain.
1: Scales would protect you from predators.
0: (laughs) Would I be warm? Yes. Well, that sounds okay. I don't know. I'm warm and I have scales. If I can have grain, I'm fine with it. I don't know. I don't okay, care. I, I, are you sure? Are you I sure you're really fine with this? I don't have a concept this? of self. Okay. I'm a mouse. <laughs> and I look back up at Xavier. Your- We're good. Okay. Well, uh, here we go. And he pulls out a stick that you think is meant to be his wand. <laughs> Whippity-whoppity, zippity-zappity. He taps your hand and then he taps the mouse. And suddenly the scales kind of flick off your hand and engulf the mouse. And now you have... He's holding this little scaly mouse. Wait, this is weird. What? Oh, well. I can have grain.
1: Are you okay? Are you cold? cold? I want, I Are you want weird? Grain. I'm
0: kind of cold, but I want grain. I
1: look back up at say, you couldn't have done this to like a snake or something?
0: Well, what? No. It's already got scales.
1: You can't make it scales like scalia?
0: <laughs> That's ridiculous.
1: Okay, well the mouse seems happy enough. Keep an eye on it though. If it dies, I will hold you personally responsible.
0: Oh, it'll probably die. Most of them do.
1: I think we need the snuffer box here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um thank you. No problem. Bye. I love you. That love you too. <laughs> And Nim goes back to her
0: room and feels conflicted and weird. (laughs) Cremora Magnus. Let's bring this home.
2: Probably on the same day after when Nim flies off, Cremora's going to sort of sit cross-legged by the water's edge uh, near where Signan is buried. And with her textbook open next to her, she's going to look down at her hands and her tattoos are going to start lighting up. And she's going to reach down and... Tap the surface of the water, and she's going to try and cast um, Visions Through Time, I believe the spell is called. Visions Through Time. Cast this spell and gaze into a reflective surface to see into the depths of time. The GM will reveal the details of a grim portent to you, a bleak event that will come to pass without your intervention. They'll tell you something useful about how you can interfere with the grim portent's dark outcomes. Rare is the portent that claims you'll live happily ever after. Sorry. That's an eight. So I'll forget visions through time.
0: You cast this spell and you gaze onto this surface. The image appears on the surface, but you're fully immersed in it, like it's like it's all around you. You see the Klonkwonks. And you can feel them spread across the land of the mortal folk. And then You see a flash of light in the sky, and then you feel them converge on a point. And you're not sure where that point is yet. The vision gets sort of hazy in that way. After that happens, you have this feeling of dread that runs through you, and you see the cities of Concordia, and you see the cities that you would remember from your life in the Saturnian Empire. You see them overrun with demons and the creatures of hell. Death hanging in the air. So this feeling sweeps over you and then everything kind of pulls back, like it's going back to the start. You see a telescope, but not the kind you would be used to, like a telescope that is itself a building. And you see all these klonkwonks around it, purple lights, all acting in unison, except for one. And then the vision ends. Oh, fuck. The water then stirs again, and you hear a voice say, Cremora! Meanwhile, far across the ocean... You know, like, no one else is behaving this way. Like, literally <laughs> no one else is doing this. I'm coming to terms with what I am, and I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm just, you know, just, you really get... really gets to you. So meet Dragon. Thanks for listening. Shout out to our newest patron, Julie. It's never the wrong time to sign up to our Patreon. We have end of session moves, GM notes, and interviews with the cast, including one with Jared, coming real soon. Till next time. Bye!